0: Maybe for some of us who aren't really sure, please could you give to the background to how and why the post of the Dorset Police and Crime Commissioner was created. I think it was created about eight years ago, if I'm not correct. Eight or nine years ago.
1: That's that's absolutely right. It was eight years ago. Uh, There's always been a connectivity between the local population and their police. Mm. Uh, To begin with, years ago, literally years ago, it was through something called the Watches, they were, replaced in a, well, they were replaced eventually, and the reason they were replaced was because they weren't very transparent. So it moved to police authorities, and police authorities were made up of elected representatives, uh, but they weren't directly elected by the people. Mm. And in 2012, it was felt that there should be a direct link between the people and their police. And so that is the nub right. of why the police and crime commissioners uh, were created. Okay, yeah, and they were cool. created so that you basically see exactly what you're getting, because yeah. you go and vote for them.
0: Yeah, and you've got that transparency and, and that local connection. Um, so given that, what are the major functions of the police and crime commissioner, as opposed to the, the chief constable for Dorset, for example?
1: Okay, so there's, there's a clear delineation between the two. The chief constable is responsible for the operational side mm-hmm. uh, and the PCC is responsible for the strategic side so let me explain how that works the first thing that you, you that we need to remember is that the PCC is the representative of the people mm. so if they do their job right they should go amongst the people ask the people what they want and then they set a policing crime plan based on those local public priorities. Hmm. So that to me is the first and most important role of the PCC is to confirm that link between the population and the police. Okay. They then have the resp- responsibility of securing an efficient and effective police force for the area. So they look after the resources and they appoint the chief constable and can hold them to account. Okay. Uh, they've also got a lot of other roles as well. They have responsibility for uh, victim support, for trying to reduce reoffending and for cutting crime so it's 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 a large and important role and that's why i hope as many people as possible come out and vote in this election
0: okay why are you standing for the post what what was uh you know your motivation what was your thought process to actually think yeah i can do this
1: well you don't wake up one day and think oh i'd like to be police and crime commissioner it doesn't (laughs) quite work like that you might do you might do that with an astronaut but you don't do it with a pcc (laughs) So what happened was I had a number of experiences. One, somebody tried to defraud me over the phone. I had a bit of evidence. I tried to get hold of the police. It was 45 minutes, and they obviously weren't that bothered, if I can put it that way. My second experience was in my local, local co-op, where I intervened in a shoplifting uh, situation. The third one was I saw antisocial behavior basically in the echo every week and thought, this can't be right. Uh, The fourth one uh, was the fact that there was an article in the Echo, in our Echo, which said something along the lines of, we have no money, the government's taken all the money, Um, we're not certain how we can keep you safe this summer. But on the same day, in the Chichester Echo, from a different PCC, it said, it's tough, but here's how we want to keep you safe this summer. So I thought, well, there's something, something odd here. And then the last one, which tipped me over the edge, was the um, ill-thought-out and ill-conceived idea of the merger with Devon and Cornwall, which, when I investigated it and asked 30 practical questions, I couldn't get any answers. And thank goodness that didn't go ahead, because I think that would have been a disaster for the service for the people of Dorset. So, you know, all those things started um, grinding my gears, and I started moaning, and then my wife said to me, why don't you try and do something about it? And so for the first year I started in 2018, I closed my company. I thought, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it properly. I closed my company and for the first year, I analyzed other police forces. I went out and saw other PCCs. I asked them how the job should be done and how it should work. Um, And at the same time, I I looked at, would I stand? How would I stand? And I decided to basically Campaign to be the Conservative candidate. And so okay. uh, in March 2019, I became the Conservative candidate, and I, since then, I have ba- basically been working full time to prepare and campaign to be the PCC for Dorset.
0: I mean, the previous post holder, and in fact, he did two terms, was an independent. Why do you think at this juncture we should politicise the role?
1: Well, there's lots of. <laughs> There's a number of different reasons. Let me, let me explore that for a moment. The first thing is there is a myth around the word independent. Uh, the role actually is governed by both legislation and an oath to be independent. Let me explain what I mean. When the PCC was set up in 2012, there was a piece of legislation beforehand which actually very clearly defined the operational independence of the, uh, of the chief constable and the strategic role of the PCC and how that was scrutinized by the police and crime panel. Every police officer in this country takes an oath that they will be independent through no fear or favor. On the first day of office, the PCC takes a very similar oath. So on that day, Basically, uh, I am working for the people of Dorset. And it's something else fundamental to standing as a conservative. I do not have a party whip. So I, I am allowed to make the choices I need to make for the people. Now, it's been a lot of myth spoken about this, but that's the nub of it. Okay. And then you have to ask yourself, what is independence? Every single person on this planet has political views. So, to my mind, there's no such thing.
0: Okay, thank you for answering that one. Um, in terms of your priorities, if you are successful and you are elected, uh, what are your uh, plans in terms of tackling uh, crime, antisocial behaviour? and um, any sort of crime reduction strategies that you think that we need to implement in Dorset uh, to tackle crime? Unfortunately, we live in an area that is, has relatively low crime to some in terms of some parts of the country, but we still do have crime.
1: Yes, you're absolutely right. From the point of view of, if you like, really serious crime, murders, knife attacks, we are very, very lucky. I mean, we, we had last year... Uh, seven murders and I think you can probably say that's three Midsummer villages put together so we're extremely lucky um, but this is the exact issue it is the low level the, what I call the quality of life crime which needs to be addressed and when I did the analysis it was patently obvious that for example antisocial behaviour had not been a priority for us we ha- we have uh, according to the last accounting period, March 2020, just before COVID, uh, we have the second highest antisocial behaviour rate in the south of England, outside London. Mm. And it's that which people tell me that they um, basically want sorting. So how do you sort that? Well, it's, it's complicated. First of all, you need, um, and we're getting them, more police officers. So we're going to have the uplift. Uh, but Boris's bobbies have to go to the place where they're most needed, they have to go to the front line, and that's what I'm determined to deliver: is that they, the, the majority, of them, go to the neighbourhood policing teams where they're needed.
0: So, are you supportive? Of, sorry, are you, are you supportive of PCSOs then? Because I mean, in some areas of the country, I think it was in Norfolk, they were cut, um, and people didn't see the value of police community support officers. What, what's your view?
1: Uh, my view is that there is there is value to PCSOs. I see them. I see them doing very effective jobs, but their effectiveness has reduced over time. And that's something that I will, I will look at. Let me explain what I mean. I went out with a PCSO who had been doing it for, I think she said 12 years, um, one of the longest serving ones. When she started, she spent 70% of her time in the community. Now she spends 30% of her time in the community. So there needs to be a look at exactly what everybody's doing. And we need to get our police back to being crime fighters, not administrators, not chauffeurs, and not social workers.
0: Okay. Um, moving on to an area I think that all of us are concerned about um, and i think it's increasing uh, the misuse of drugs and the resulting crime from that industry i mean it's there's some statistics that so many burglaries are committed uh, and thefts to fund often drug habits what would be your strategy to reduce um the misuse of drugs and drugs crime um, in the county
1: okay so you've got to do you've got to do four things the first thing is you've got to enforce you've got to take down the drug dealers and very clearly, my first priority is to cut crime and antisocial behavior. My third one is to tackle organized crime and violent crime. So that includes drugs and drugs violence. So I will be expecting uh, in our, my first discussions with the chief constable that we have a plan to enact that straight away. But it's more, more complicated. We know, we know that. I want to look at the rehabilitation and how that is working across Dorset. Because if it's not working, we need to make certain that we have more effective rehabilitation. And I will support moves in order to get that. But we have, to do some, we have to do two other things. And these things are more about us. We have to make certain that we talk to our youngsters in a different way about drugs. At the moment, what happens is they're told they will be locked up if they use drugs and here's all the drugs we have to change that we have to talk about the health health risks we have to tell them that you get schizophrenia and psychosis if you smoke cannabis we have to tell them that the side effects of uh, nitrous oxide capsules if you get it wrong is permanent paralysis we've got to talk about the two guys in weymouth who don't have bladders because they were addicted to ketamine and we've got to tell them about my, one of my best friend's daughters, India Thacker, who died two years ago on the floor of the O2 arena for taking MDMA. That's what we've got to do. We've got to change the way that we speak to our young people and make the health case for not taking drugs. Okay. And as a community, we've got to call it out and say drug taking is not acceptable. If we can get all those four things right, we will reduce and and do you know what we're doing it because in weymouth they have an award-winning police team who uh, uh basically are cutting the number of county lines from five to one that is now going to be replicated in bournemouth so i have no doubt that the police will play their part it's it's we all have to play ours. Okay. And we have to get the rehabilitation right.
0: That's great. Moving on, David, because time is short. Um, you alluded to it at the, at the start of the interview. You talked about you know you were frustrated. You couldn't get hold of local police and what you know, and it was very, you know a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Um, have you yeah. got any strategies to, if not? to reopen some of the closed police stations, because if we look locally from here, I know that Winton Police Station is there, but you can't go in. There are a number of... Uh, the local police station where I live, again, is there, but is not open to the public. So um, is there any strategies that you're going to make the police more open, more police stations? How are you going to change that?
1: So I've got a whole strategy around connectivity of the police with the public, because that is one of the most important things that the public tell me they need. So regarding police stations, yes, I do. I've already broached that in a conversation with the chief constable and said, look, I want to see what we can do in order to reopen front offices. Now, where they're going to go is a different matter. But it's important that we look at it and we try and get as many open as possible. And I believe I'm pushing against an open door regarding that. But we've also got to get smarter as well. There is a thing called single online home, which in some areas has cut the reporting time of 101 significantly. We're the last place in the country virtually to take it up. And it is that lack of innovation that I want to transform if I can get in the Dorset Police. We need to think about how do people want to connect with the police do they want to do it by phone? Actually, 101 email is quicker. So, and we, we've also got to be better at communicating that out to our residents. Okay. Um, in order to make certain they understand how to get there.
0: Thank you. Last question. Uh, time has gone, but thank you very much indeed for being with us today before we play a song of your choice. Um, what does the police, what does Dorset Police Force look like to you in the next five to ten years? Where do you think we're going to go? What's the future?
1: Well, I think, I think there's two bits to this, two strands for the future. One strand to the future is we need to put back a bit of what we have lost, which is the connectivity, the visibility on the streets in order to affect street crime. And I think that is, uh, is the direction which we'll sort relatively quickly. But we've also got to get an awful lot smarter about the use of technology. In other parts of the country, they're using things like sobriety tags uh, on uh, reoffenders of alcohol addiction who cause ASB and, crim- and criminal acts. We know that there is tagging coming in, for example, uh, which can be used in domestic abuse situations. We've got to be at the forefront of technology in order to basically reduce reoffending and support victims. And that's going to need some joined up thinking which is why I'm very pleased to be standing on the Conservative ticket, because I've got 20 mates and we can talk about exactly what's needed from that point of view. So there's two strands. One is the strand of fixing the now, which is getting a bit of the visibility back. The second strand is making certain that we uh, look at technology to make it easier for us for the future.